We need Hov versus Drake on a versus. Go get Hov, go get Drake, put them on the stage, and shut it down. That could be the last versus ever. I can't even see him taking the time out of his day to do that. <laughs> Why you got rain on my parade, Lethal? What's up, what's up, and welcome to Certified Buckets, the can't-miss NBA podcast where we hit on all things hoops and culture, brought to you by Uninterrupted. I'm your girl, Ashley Nicole Moss, and as usual, I am here with my fellas, Christian Winfield and Lethal Shooter. How are you guys doing? Happy holidays. Doing good, doing good. Unlike Chris, it's 45 minutes late. Hey, 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 listen, man. Shout-outs to Delta, number one. Delta is the superior Jesus. airline as opposed to American Airlines. and We, we don't do free shout-outs here. Yeah, they got to pay you <laughs> oh, for a shout-out. We don't do that here. That's a fact. You know what? I rescind my shout-out. Shout-outs to Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Atlanta's a dope city. It's my first time here since college. And also, shout-out to all of you. Thank you, as always, for supporting the show. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you happen to be listening. And get at us on social media at Certified Buckets. No vowels in the word buckets because we are too cool for all of that. We're on Instagram mm-hmm. and Twitter. Make sure you interact with us, and maybe you'll hear your comments on the next show. Okay, fellas, so if you couldn't tell by my festive attire, it's our holiday episode. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey. <laughs> so first off, we want to say from everybody here at Uninterrupted and the Spring Hill Company, happy holidays. We appreciate you taking the time to listen to us break everything down in hoops and culture every week. And we cannot wait to bring more content to you in the year of 2022. Now, before we start the show, fellas, how do you guys celebrate the holiday season? What do you doing anything special lethal what's going on i got some family coming in town i'm santa claus you know i got kids so just <laughs> trying to save as much money as i can you know what i mean so no, nothing you, really special. how do you do it do you wait till they're asleep and you you know you do the little the whole setup or you just yeah like, yeah the, wait till they the, go to sleep <laughs> then when they go to sleep you put the, the gifts under there but i'm thinking like around Eight years old, I might tell them there's no Santa no, so I can save don't money. Do that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh hey, man. I gotta wow. save money. The I'm Grinch like, I'm like, over I'm here. Like, I'm like Terry Crews on Everybody Hates Chris. You know, I'm looking for the way to <laughs> Lethal, save you penny. collected too many checks Eight to not be giving your kids gifts at age 21. Uninterrupted needs to pay us more, man. <laughs> you got to give them, oh my gosh, you got to give them at least till middle school. Eight, they're babies. All right, all right, all right. I, I'll wait till middle school because of you guys, but I mean, it, it kills your pockets. So definitely. Listen, when Lethal's kids get older, they got to go ahead and shout out on Ashley and Uncle Chris for saving their childhood. <laughs> Seriously. Because dad was ready Facts. to ruin it. Christian, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, well, obviously, I'm going to be in L.A. on Christmas uh, for Nets versus Lakers. Oh, and then they play flex. the Clippers wow. after that. Big so time, I'll be out there. Time. But before I leave, uh, I'm going to have a dinner party. So I'm going to invite a bunch of my friends oh. and family over. Yeah, uh, We're going to cook ex. some. Well, she, she, oh, oh, eggs. Oh, wow. Wow. We're going to skip over that. This um, took a turn. Yeah, nah, so, okay. Nah, but really, when I was growing up, you know, my mother and uh, my brother, like my family, we would cook. And my mother would make like... Rice and rice, not rice and peas. You make white rice and black eyed peas and collard mm. greens and a roasted oh, chicken. Wow. So I'm gonna wow. do my spin on that. I'm gonna make some mac and cheese to go with it. And then my pop put me on. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever had pumpkin and shrimp. 
Uh, it's, it's nah. like a Trinidadian dish. They mash yeah, up the good. pumpkin. It's really nice. And then you, when I tell you I had it for the first time on Thanksgiving, and it slapped yeah. me. So I'm going to make some of that for my dinner party, too. Wow. Nice. I need to come over there, man. It like my man. Right. Cooking. Hold up. Very, y'all, very y'all, fancy. Y'all get, y'all get in for free. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else got to pay a little. I can't, come to, I can't come to that LA Nets game with you, though, for free. That's <laughs> VIP. Hey, listen. We might, I might be able to finesse you in there, too. What's going Shoot. on? Listen, a vibe. <laughs> So me, you know, I spent Thanksgiving in New York. So Christmas, I'm going to spend in 305, a day full of amazing food, NBA, basketball all day, you know, just enjoying my Knicks, hopefully get a win against the Atlanta Hawks in the Trey Young revenge game. And because I and because I am half Italian the day before um, Christmas, we do like a festival of fish. So there's all sorts of seafood, shrimp and you know, pasta dishes what? and things like that. Yeah, listen, it's a two-day, it's a two-day extravaganza. I might need to catch that flight real quick. I might need to make a pit stop before I go to LA. Come we can, check we can out can in pot, Miami, we get can a plate. potluck it. We can potluck it. You know what I mean? You know, I, I like the way you think. You know listen, what I'm, I'm sharing is caring. But all right, fellas. <laughs> so I don't know about you, but what's better than the 12 days of Christmas? So... You guys know that rhyme, right? On the 12th. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not going to sing because I'm not Beyonce. I was hoping but... <laughs> we were going to sing it. I thought we were going to be, you know what I'm saying, in unison singing it, but I, I was I don't I know if people want to hear that. There's no auto-tune on this podcast. so <laughs> I got range, okay? I could sing. I... Not really, but I could try. I could try, okay. you know what I'm saying? Well, fellas, do you know what's better than the 12 days of Christmas? A uh, large oxtail with rice and peas and, and macaroni salad. You know what I'm saying? Some cabbage on the side. You know what I'm saying? Extra sauce on my rice and peas. These are things I can't eat no more because I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm on my health kick in the gym. But yeah, that's that's better than the 12 days of Christmas. Stop playing. Well, that sounds delicious, but no, <laughs> it's the 12 days of buckets. So no turtle doves or French hens or partridge in a pear tree. On today's show, we are going to go through a very special type of wish list, and that is our hopes, dreams, and desires for all things hoops and culture. Let's get it started. On the first day of Buckets, I want a ring for Melo. Look, as a New York Knicks fan, I'm sad that we couldn't get one with him. That was such a glorious time to be a Knicks fan. It was the last time since the recent era that I was truly, truly happy to represent the orange and blue. You know, Melo, he represents Brooklyn, also Baltimore, but he, you know, represents Brooklyn as well. And it was a glorious time to be a Knicks fan. It was the hometown kid coming home. We couldn't get it done for him. And look, if my Knicks can't go to the chip and it's looking like that's not going to happen this year, the next man up I want to see is Melo finally get his ring. Nobody deserves it more than him. And I just, I want that chapter. I want that final chapter in his career. I think that would be the cherry on top. And I think, honestly, he could walk away from the game at that point and be satisfied. I think that's the the missing missing piece. You know, if he wins, he wins. But I would hate for him to win on this team because people are going to try to say he was on a loaded team. You know, they, they, they did start off slow. But if you notice, the Lakers have been getting... Getting a little bit better. They have good chemistry. So we're going to see how they pull this off because, I mean, Melo deserves it. I, re- I really want Melo. I really want Melo to win this ring. I-, I don't think Melo has the luxury of choosing his circumstances that lead him to win a championship. You know what I'm saying? I think he's mm. going to have to ride whatever the whatever wave is going to get him there. And, I-, I mean, he could win it in L.A. Or, hear me out, Uh-oh. he could enter free Whoa. agency and sign Whoa. with the Brooklyn Nets Next oh season, my God. bro, we're not doing Brooklyn. this. Yo, Lethal, cut his mic, bro. We're not doing this, Christian. We're not Christian, doing this. It's we're not, not happening, doing this. bro. 
Look, do you guys... Re- Hold on, listen, look. Put our biases aside. This is not... Okay, let's you know do it. Saying, let's do it. Fandom of a team. This is we want Melo to win a ring, right? Right, and right. I thought it doesn't matter where he wins it, right? Does, is it, does a ring tarnished Ashley in your eye because he won it with Brooklyn? I can't, or, I can't you know have it. Like, I can't have it. Oh, I can't have it. She put her Knicks fandom over I the first day it. of Christmas. You know what? It would be different. Wow. You know what, though? It would be... I'll tell you why. It'd be different wow. if... It'd be different if Melo never played for the Knicks. But to go from the Knicks and then to the Lakers and it's not going to work, it doesn't work in L.A., and then to go to Brooklyn, I just don't... First of all, I don't think Melo's that type of person. I don't think he's that type of player. I think that if it doesn't work in L.A., I think L.A. is his last stop. I don't Absolutely. see him going... I don't see him going, I don't I see him going anywhere else after so. Los Angeles. Well, I think if it well, doesn't work in L.A., I don't know if... He, or unless it's back to New York. That's, I mean, I, those are the only two options I see. Right, it will right. be back to New York. Not across Brooklyn. the bridge to Brooklyn. I meant, I meant exactly real New York. <laughs> I meant real New York. So just well, he's not clarify. winning the championship on the Knicks, so you would rather him go back to the Knicks and retire without a ring I'm telling you, than I him don't go think to Brooklyn he, and win one there. I think LA there. is the final stop, but if he did go back, whether it was like, like a one-day contract so he can retire a New York Nick, I could see that, but I don't think he's going to go and play a full season someplace. Else. I really think LA is the final stop for him. Yeah. Oh man. Well, then we might not be getting that gift on the first day of Christmas because I don't think the Lakers will win a championship this year. Mm. On the second day of buckets, my true love gave to me Knicks versus Nets at Rucker Park. I mean, give it to number me. one. They just redid. They just revamped Rucker Park this offseason. I mean, it's beautiful, right? right? I mean, if you guys got a chance to look at it, it is it is amazing. And what more would just embody New York City than having mm. the Nets and the Knicks crazy. and crazy Knicks fans and not as crazy but still crazy Nets fans pulling up. You'd have people that aren't even interested in basketball pulling up to Rucker Park just to see what's happening, right? You'd have people from all... You'd have people flying in. Ashley, you'd probably... You would definitely fly up from Miami. You'd have people flying yeah. in from all what? over the world to see this I'd game. Probably be covering I want that it. to happen. Listen, I did a right. feature at Rucker Park recently for my show Laces Out. And, you oh, know, wow. I'm a big fan of street ball just in general. Growing up in New York, it's a huge part of the culture. Right. Um, some of the mm. best ball players in the world are street ball players. You've never seen them in the NBA, but don't get it twisted. They can you cross preaching. up some of your favorite players, all right? Just Absolutely. know that right. much. So Rucker is just so historic. I mean, Kevin Durant had one of the best games of his career at Rucker Park. Imagine him going back there. Yeah, I mean, Dr. J, even if you go back years, Dr. J, I mean, some of the biggest streetball legends got their stripes at Rucker. So to have two teams representing New York City just in that culture, just 155th and Harlem just representing, Mm -hmm. the energy would just be out of control. Like, I'm here for it. You don't need to have your Vax card checked at Rucker Park. So that means we're going to see Kyrie up in there. We're going to see Kemba. Kemba is going to get his groove back. Now. Listen, we, out, we outside. You don't need your Vax card outside. You feel me? Like, that's what I want to see. I don't know about oh y'all. <laughs> Lethal, listen, how would you feel about that as the, as the basketball aficionado here? Lethal want to get on the court. The only way it's going <laughs> to work, I think they would have to probably pay the people, all the people that have the windows along that, they should pay them to have fans be able to, like, look out those windows. Like, I don't know if fans, listen, I don't know if fans want to go in there. Yeah. Hear me out. Y'all didn't let me finish. And then Ooh. have people on the rooftops and th- like I just I could just picture it like everything of surrounding that can see down that's somebody watching. I think that's safety, of course. That's safe. I was about I to think say, Lethal, I know you from the DMV. I know y'all got the bees in DMV. <laughs> I don't think we want to be renting out the bees to people, bro. <laughs> we gotta figure out a different way. 
that's funny. On my third day of buckets, uh, my true love gave to me. Let's bring back an NBA team to Seattle. Like, oh, they, let's they, go. They deserve let's it. Let's go. Like, I mean, let, let's do this NBA. Let's make this happen. Like. I love basketball. I'm not from Seattle, but that place, they deserve a basketball team. Like, let's let's get yeah. it done. Would you want it to be yeah. the Supersonics again or a totally yes. different team? Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> don't, don't change what work. Let's bring the Supersonics back. And then on top of that. Try to bring KD back? Nah, Chris Wolves. He probably quit the podcast. <laughs> let's, no, let's, that's what I was going to say, though. Let's make sure they got at least two superstars off the break. Like, soon if they start off, let's give them two superstars off the break yeah. to start the franchise. How we just handing them, how we just handing them a championship? Yeah. Brooklyn did it. Champ- Brooklyn take did two it. superstars, take a, a crazy head coach, take Yo, a $200 million funny. Dollar salary cap. It's mad funny how Christian changes his tune when it's a different team right. doing no, what Brooklyn me, I'm has here. done. I, I, want, I want the Seattle Supersonics back. You feel me? Like, right. I'm thinking Sean Kemp, I'm thinking Gary Payton, KD, when he first started out. There's so much rich basketball history in Seattle Man, that I didn't crazy. get to experience because they relocated to OKC. And I got exactly. nothing against OKC, but Seattle is just a different animal, you know? Right. And I, I know that community is starving to have their franchise back. I'm thinking, who else is from there? Isn't Isaiah Thomas from there? Absolutely. Uh, isn't Jamal, is Jamal Crawford from out there, too? He sure is. I think That's so. right. Yeah, like they Seattle, got so many Seattle got some hoopers, man. Well, how does that work then? You have to give the East another team, otherwise it's uneven. Mm, let's let's throw um, a team in a. What city are you giving the East? Could, hmm. could give one to Virginia, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Virginia. <laughs> um, I mean, no disrespect to Virginia, but they nah, won't. I don't think so. I, I tried it. Um, we can't Virginia. Else? Who else could get a? That's, a, that's where's that's the city the that needs a team. Question. You give Jer- if we're giving teams back, you can give Jersey back a team. Oh, so we can send the Nets back to Jersey. No, we can create a second franchise to put, you know what I'm saying, in Jersey. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I take that idea back. Um, <laughs> where else? Baltimore? We could give put a team in Baltimore. That's not a bad option right there. That was Ooh. pretty good. Baltimore's yeah, a good team. That. NBA. That, yo, Adam Silver, give me a call. A lot of bullets came out of Baltimore. That's a good that's, that's it right there. That's a team is in good. Baltimore. I did I'm not think, think about that one, Chris. Nice. I think well, you're how, done. I think that's it. How would it. that work? How would that work? What would happen to that Wizards fan base, though? Because right now they it's have not that, that close, area. But it's not that close. Like, it's just like how, mm. you know, the Nets and the Knicks. Like, you guys make it work. I feel like Baltimore and D.C. Because it's two football teams. It's the Ravens and the Redskins, you know? True that. I, yeah. I think again, too. I mean, Chris might be on to something right there. That's what I'm saying. What you going to leave? Are you going to buy out the projects there too or have fans? If I was rich enough, man, I would I would buy projects myself and let people live in them. Yeah, rehabilitate them joints. Man. Yeah, he's going to turn, turn the projects into like sweet seats. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. All right. And then he's going to try to turn a profit and kick all the residents out. <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> well then, on the fourth day of Buckets, my true love gave to me Dame Time in New York. And when I say New York, I, I, like I mean it. the New York Knicks. But here we I go. Like this, is my, okay. this is my perfect scenario. I don't have to give up anybody named R.J. Barrett. You being selfish now. <laughs> I don't have to give up anybody named R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly, or Obi Toppin to get him. Oh, so you will <laughs> give up Randall. 
Oh, I... <laughs> what is going on here? Y'all should actually talk about can, kidnapping. They can, she they kidnap can have, Damian Lillard. They can have Kemba and Evan and... No, she didn't, Chris. And, <laughs> <laughs> and hey, Mitchell hey. Robinson, they can have him too. Um, Ashley, what's in your cup right now? What, what <laughs> oh, your cup man. I know you hot in that This somewhere. is my Christmas wish list. And Santa said I could have whatever I wanted because I've been very good this year. And in my perfect world, this is how the trade would work. I would get to keep all the names that I mentioned and I'd still get Dame <laughs> and I get to get rid of anything else. And it'd be a perfect scenario. We win the championship next year. Guarantee it. Book it. So- I'm so Kim, so Kimba, Randall, and the entire bench can go, and you want to keep the three no, people no, you I kept. I want to keep. I'm keeping Randall, but they can have. <laughs> they can have Evan. <laughs> they can have Kemba. Oh, they can okay. have Mitchell Robinson. They can have Burks. They can. I'll give Burks up too. Okay. Um, but they can't oh, yeah, have. They can't have quickly. The they can't have Obi. <laughs> they can't have RJ, and they can't have Randall. Well, I'm telling you right now, those picks that you said, I don't think the Blazers. You got. You somebody else got to get thrown up. Thrown That's in not there. the spirit of Christmas, Lethal. That's not the yeah. spirit you're of Christmas. Christmas in Portland. That's what you're trying to do. What about those good people? You try to ruin their I lives. I mean, listen, I'll I think, you, I think their what, holiday season's already rocky because of what's going on out there. I don't think well, I'm well, doing well, anything well, extra. Let's <laughs> rock your holiday season a little bit more. I think the Nets should beat you to the punch to a Damian Lillard trade. I think they need to go ahead and package up Kyrie. If Kyrie ain't coming back, give up Kyrie. Give up, I don't know. You got to sweeten the deal, man. That's got to throw in some pieces. But imagine if you put Damian Lillard next to Kevin Durant and James mm, Harden. Mm. Oh here's my where, God. Here's where your, your oh situation is. Oh, this geez. is where your plan already falls through the cracks. Is Kyrie has to want to go to where you trade him. If not, oh, there's no, no deal. Oh, no, he doesn't. He, can, he has to want to go somewhere. So if you trade him to Portland, Portland's like, all right, cool, where you want to go? If they tried to trade him. No, he'll yeah. trade him somewhere else. You, they yeah. th- he threatened retirement. What him. team is going to trade for a player that has threatened to retire if Brooklyn trades him? That, that's why the Nets got to figure out how to do it. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I, this isn't my Christmas wish. This is your Christmas wish. I'm just trying to rain on your parade. The, the Nets can put t- put together some type of trade. I'm I'm in Christmas land right now. If the Nets can put those three together, if you if you bring Damian Lillard to Brooklyn, do you understand what that does for that offense? Mm. I think we all know what type of player Damian Lillard is, number one. He's going to come in there and drop 50 in his first Absolutely. game. Absolutely. And he's going to do the little... He's going to point at his little wrist and whatnot. But... It just changes the whole dynamic. And I think the Nets could put together a compelling package. You say, all right, here, take Kyrie. Um, what else? Nick Claxton, um, Joe Harris, uh, Cam Thomas, and some picks. You know what I'm saying? You can't take a player that doesn't want to leave. <laughs> you can't do no, it. No, and then you say, okay, Kyrie, where do you want to play? And Brooklyn. they say, okay. Well, that's clearly not happening because he can't be. Okay. Not so where <laughs> he else says do you want to you, play? Once again, I will retire if you trade me. Nah, you he's cannot gonna, he's trade gonna go him. somewhere else. Chris is fed up. I am. I think we're yeah. all fed up, man. Because yeah. we're fed up because he's such a, a wonderful player, right? It's yeah. not like we're Absolutely. tired. Of, like it's not like Absolutely. we're tired of seeing him on the floor. We want to see him on the floor. Right? The man's not playing. Like, bro, come back, come hoop. But yeah. at the same time, the man's got a stance, you know what I'm saying? And, and as crazy as it sounds, there is something admirable about someone who is literally willing to risk it all for something that he believes in. Whether you believe in the same thing or not, it's like, yo, okay, I, I, I see you, Kyrie. Do your thing, man. Let's move on to the fifth day of buckets. We need something that's going to cheer us up. And I got exactly what we need. We need Hove versus Drake on a versus. Go get Hove. Go get Drake. Put them on the stage and shut it down. That could be the last versus ever. I'm low-key getting tired of seeing everybody 
tuning in for versus battles. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. Have your fun. But it's just, it's getting old to me because they're not bringing what I want to see. I want to see Hove come through. And for the record, I got Hove in that fight. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I love Drake. He makes great music. Drake makes great music, right? But Hove, number one, storytelling, A1. Uh, The pen is A1. Uh, just the the background a one just how he came up and then he's from the hu- he's from my home you know what I'm saying from the hood nah I got I got Hove all day but I think it'd be one of the best versus battles we've ever seen probably the best versus battle ever uh, I just know Hove is gonna curve it Hove don't want that I mean I'm not gonna say Hove don't want the smoke because I think he knows he's gonna win I don't think he cares about that stuff no more man he's making mm-hmm. too much money I can't even see him taking the time out of his day to do that. <laughs> He's such a business a businessman. He's gonna want percentages of it's thriller, right? He's gonna want percentage yeah, of that company and tell he's gonna tell Diddy that he can't use Ciroc if he's doing it, you know? Not only that, he's probably gonna say <laughs> that, you know, Instagram and everybody can't use it. It's only streaming on title. Exactly. Like, it's only gonna be streamed exactly. on title. So that exactly. here's what he needs to do. Here's what hope ho- oh, see, this is me again giving away free game. Hove needs to pull an Instagram. Y'all remember when Snapchat came out with stories and Instagram said, huh, let me get that. And they just incorporated mm, so stories on today. Hove needs to have a versus on title. That's what he needs to do. I don't know if he would do that. Him and Swizz are really good friends, Swizz Beats. Oh, and then good point. Good also, point, Also, I mean, I don't really think Hove is... Int- I mean, you saw the man join Instagram for 24 hours and he left. Like, what was the point He literally yeah. got on Instagram. He got on Two IG. Two million followers and got Two right million off. followers in less than 24 hours and said, yeah, this ain't for me. I'm out. Like, <laughs> he's <laughs> just not... I think Hove, it just... I think he really enjoys just all of the chatter and all of the talk and all the anticipation of a versus battle that probably just is not going to happen. Like, it's just probably not going to yeah. happen. Like, j- there's just some people we're not going to get a battle from. We're not going to get Rihanna and Beyonce. And Adele. We're not going to get Adele and Mariah Carey. Uh, we're yeah. probably not going to get a Chris Brown one. There are just yeah. certain people who are just like, I don't want to do it. I don't yeah. need to do it. Y'all yeah. know my catalog. Listen to Hold it. Hold on, don't it's Christmas. It. This is Christmas. Why are you raining on the parade? You feel me? I'm just me? trying to Let's bring you back. Let's look for reasons for it to happen. Christmas is like, it's like if you get a magic genie, you got to use your three wishes wisely and you're not doing that right now. You're just, you're speaking nonsense. What? <laughs> what? You, you're you You over here talking about not giving up RJ, not giving up Randall, not giving up That's a realistic situation. Up all it's <laughs> realistic. No, it's not. It's realistic to me. Like, what is happening right They're now? They're not in yeah, a position to turn down to anything. Whatever. Pull up, Hove. Come through, Hove. Do this versus. Go smoke Drake boots real quick. On the sixth day of buckets, my true love gave to me. I want to see Chris Paul with a ring. Um, I feel like he's one of those people oh, that. Man. Yeah, he's one of those people. Man, he loved a game. You know, the age that he's at, he's still going at it 130%. He's sacrificing his body. He's not one of those players that's older that's that's half-assing it to save his body. He's like diving on the ground. He's checking bigs and taking charges. He's doing everything it takes. And I I truly want to see him, like like what Ashley said with with Melo, I, I just want, I just feel like people like him, I want to, I want to see the icing on the cake at the end of the road, you know? And I want these guys to finish with with that with that last piece, and that's the winner ring. No, I agree. And I think when you watch the video of Devin Booker at the end of that series, um, you know, the end of the finals, and he he looks up at the scoreboard and the confetti's falling and all that stuff, and he picks his jersey up and he's just like, damn. 
You know, right. you see the sadness on mm-hmm. his face, in part for him, but I think right. also a lot of that was in part for CP3 because he was this close. He <sighs> was this close to not only making it happen for the Suns, but he was this close to help making it happen for Chris Paul, who I think deserves a ring. I know everyone deserves a ring when you work hard, right? You know, you want to see people who put the work in mm. and they want you want to see that come back to them. You know what I mean? But there are some guys who just feel strongly about, like even stronger about that for, and Melo's one of those guys. And CP3 is also one of those guys because you know that years ago, if that trade to the Lakers would have happened, he would have had one. Easy. And you almost feel like he was cheated by the basketball gods. And you yeah. want to see him come out victorious and you want to see him come out on top. And you know that he's not getting any younger. And that window is starting to get is starting to close more and more after each and every game, after each and every season. And you want to see it happen for him. You do. And I, I, I feel that. I definitely feel that. It's, it's hard to root against Chris Paul. Here's another reason you really want to see it. I mean, Chris Paul winning a ring puts him where on the Mount Rushmore of point guards, right? Like, that's the one thing, in my opinion, that his resume is missing, right? Like, I right. think right now we're, we're looking at Magic and Steph as as one and two, right? Wherever, whoever, however you want to mix that up. Um, but if you put a, a championship on Chris Paul's resume, it's Ooh. very hard for you for someone to tell me he's not the third best point guard of all time. I right? agree with you. And I'm, that's yeah. not me trying to disrespect what Isaiah Thomas did. That's not me trying to disrespect what any of the OGs did. I know Oscar was killing, you know, but Chris Paul is just a different animal. I mean, when you talk about leadership, when you talk about just clutch shots, when you just talk about things he's been able to do over the course of his career, I mean, just the length of time that he's been able to play and obviously he had injuries. And like you said, Ash, imagine if he would have been playing with Kobe and, and playing ah. on that team with the Lakers, man. That that would have been incredible. Different. But that didn't happen. And he still, he goes to the other LA team and he makes them a perennial championship contender. Yeah, basically a perennial championship contender for you. Before Chris Paul went to the Clippers, that was nobody. Uh, yeah, nobody was really interested in that team. You, you had a couple high flyers. Yeah, but Chris Paul organized that Clippers team, and now we're seeing what he's doing in Phoenix. If he's able City to win Clippers. a ring in Phoenix. It's very yeah. hard for someone to tell what? me he's not the third best point guard of all time. Lethal, do you think that he? Because um, well, would you if you were Chris Paul? Would every time you got close to a championship, or you got close to a successful series, or you got close from advancing in the postseason? Would part of you, although you think about, you know, the future and you live in the present and things like that, would a part of you always go back to, damn, I could have had one already. If that no, trade would have went mm. through, I could have had one. Do you think that he he reminisces on that and there's it's still that animosity for what didn't happen? No, absolutely. You know, as humans, just like all of us, you, Ash, and you, Chris, we have those moments mm-hmm. that it's like, dang, like if this thing would happen, that thing would have happened. Of course, I know for a fact he probably thinks about that because like, you know, and we know, man, the people that was on that Lakers mile were in their prime. Like he, and how he was playing back then was different. I, the NBA mm-hmm. knew as soon as he'd have been traded it, that they would have won it. And, and it was something fishy about that. It was a little weird why they didn't allow it to happen, but I know for a fact, he probably be thinking about that, not dwelling on it, but like, man, it'd have been probably pretty cool to play with Kobe. Who who wouldn't think about mm-hmm. that? NBA was once haters. Yeah. It was on I think that would have went down and not as not only one of the greatest Lakers teams, but one of the greatest NBA teams of like all time. Absolutely. Easily. I agree with you. I agree with you. Listen, on the seventh day of buckets, my true love gave to me a new Rihanna 
album. Look. Oh, oh my look. goodness. Look. Oh my look, how's it, has it been five years? It's been a long damn time. Okay. <laughs> she come out with some she come out with some more makeup. We're gonna have a problem. I listen, I am so <laughs> <laughs> I am so proud of the Beijing girl and all of the excellence mm-hmm. that she yeah, has she's accumulated. Doing some boss moves. She started off as an artist that a lot of people thought was just going to be a one and done and turned that into a lucrative music career and then dabbled into acting and now has built a billion dollar empire mm-hmm. when it comes to lingerie and makeup and perfume and right. everything in between and skincare now. Right. But girl, your fans have supported all of that. I right. spent way too much money at Sephora on, buying man. Fenty. I'm wearing Shine Fenty lip gloss. Like a diamond. Listen, I'm wearing Fenty lip gloss <laughs> right. right now, shining bright like a diamond. Exactly. Right. But I need that new music, Ree. I can't keep listening to the auntie over and over again. I need <gasps> something more. I'm, I'm crying. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I support more. this message. I support this message. Every time, and it's been a while, every time Rihanna drops new music, I just feel like women feel 200% more sexy. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, and that is just such a good feeling just to see women. And I'm like, oh, I know you're listening to some Rihanna right now. I could just tell by the way you walking right now. Nah, what's up? It's like the equivalent <laughs> of when right like Drake drops a new album and all the men are like, oh, Drake's out. You know how guys felt when Drake dropped that way too sexy that track? Was, and they That would- was like when... That was that kind of <laughs> reminds me of when Future... Every time... Like there was a period where every time Future dropped some new music, Guys just started going crazy. No, you know what I'm let's, let's and... rephrase. The toxic men started going crazy. <laughs> I like good guys. Good, I'll allow good guys it. I'll like Lethal were like, yeah, it's cool, but it's not my anthem. Christian I was out there acting. A few cool. of his, a few of his sessions before his music is very motivating. Motivating for what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, motivating man. for what exactly? That's yeah, hilarious. That's Don't question, answer that, Lethal. <laughs> Don't answer that, Lethal. I'll tell you, said, it's motivational. She, you know what I'm saying? You when when you when you when you down. And, and you need to get up, and you got to pick yourself up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and I was telling, I was telling my moms just the other day when I'm when I'm like 45, 55 years old, and and I got kids, and they wake up in the morning and they hear Future playing. They yeah. know it's time to clean the crib. <laughs> they know it's time to clean the crib. You're right. Yeah, that's the clean the crib music for you in the that's future. The clean, that's the clean oh, the crib man. music. That's the I music will tell that you though. I will tell you though the song from Future that never goes out of style that I play. Religiously, every March, March, March Madness. Madness is my jam, uh-huh. yo. It's still, yeah, yeah. I have, I'm gonna be honest, I don't know what he says in 50% of the song. <laughs> I don't know what it means. I don't care what it means. I know the lyrics and I know that it bops, and that's all that I care about. It's absolutely oh, ridiculous, goodness. but I'm here for it. I'm here Shout for out it. Future. We on the eighth day of buckets, and on the eighth day of buckets, my true love gave me the best present that I could have asked for. Barack Obama as the GM of the Chicago Bulls. Listen to me. Wow, that's sick. Listen to me good. Obama was one of the best things that the NBA has had. Just having a president, having someone of that stature that was also just like a hoops head, you know what I'm saying? Like, the trip to the White House meant something completely different while Obama was in office. You know what I'm saying? And we know how much he loves basketball. We know at, at his, I don't know how old he is right now. He's probably at a court right now getting some jump shots up. Imagine <laughs> you coming in to, to have a meeting with the Chicago Bulls and Obama is sitting at the other side of the table. It don't matter what they offer and you probably going to sign. Imagine at the end of the day, imagine you shoot four for 25 from the field and you got Obama waiting for you in the locker room talking about you got to step it up. Nah, next game you're going to hit 80% of your shots. 
That's what, amazing. What more could you want? If you're the Bulls, and, and credit to the Bulls uh, front office this year, you got DeMar DeRozan, you got Zach Levine, you got Lonzo Ball, you got Vooch, you got a great roster. If you put Barack Obama as the figurehead of your team, y'all will be a dynasty for for decades to come. Stop playing. You know what? It's really funny you mentioned Obama because Lethal and I were literally talking about off air. (laughs) He would love to train with Barack Obama and get his shot up. I was literally asking myself, Lethal, who's training? And stay tuned. That is something that me and some people have spoke about before, but COVID did hit. So stay tuned. That that is something that could happen. That would be so Hey, if that happens, fly me out, Lethal. It's going to be I'll give you nah, some good coverage. You fly you me? out to do what? Uh, you know what? We're not gonna we're not gonna have Lethal fly you out. I'm gonna I'm gonna have the New York Daily News fly me out. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna spend money to cover <laughs> Big cover time. Big I'm gonna time. call up Sports Illustrated and be like, I need that flight. This is going oh, down. Facts. Oh okay. yeah, she's <laughs> way more big time than us, Chris. I mean <laughs> I'm, I'm barely I'm I'm flying regular. What you flying, Ash? Ash got a private jet. Ash fly, Ash flying jetpack. <laughs> Ash got a jetpack that sends jet. everywhere. I've never, I've never flown private, but I am a fan of first. Okay. <laughs> extra uh-huh. lane, business class. I've actually okay. never flown private. I think a lot of people assume because I'm light skinned, I've I flown private. I have <laughs> <laughs> Where did being light skinned come into this at? I don't know. People oh, assume so because bad. I'm light skinned and I live in Miami that I've flown private before, and I have oh, not. So man. just put that out there. <laughs> Copy. On the ninth day of buckets, my true love gave to me. I want my guy, Clay Thompson, to come back and have a successful Mm -hmm. season. Healthy Mm -hmm. and draining threes. Because let me tell you something. When he arrives, it's going to get scary. It's going to be scary. Mm -hmm. And and I'm here to say, if he comes back once again, like I always say, 70 to 80 percent, I'll take 60 percent of who we know he is. The Warriors are going to clear house. You know, obviously we spoke about Kevin Durant when he came back from his Achilles injury, but he did have a substantial amount of time to rehab and to rest, and he didn't sustain another injury right right after that. Clay Thompson, you know, just heartbreakingly had two major injuries back to back. He had the Achilles and then he had the ACL. As someone who relies so much on his legs to just get those just incredible shots up and, you know, from long range, mid range, short range, how hard is it? How hard is that rehab process like? And how often do you see players go back to exactly how they look like beforehand when they suffer not one, but two really huge injuries? It's tough. It's very tough, but it takes a lot of consistency working on your body, especially your thighs and the muscles around your knees to, to get back to 100%. And I feel like, you know, like you say, Ash, like, you know, the stuff that he's posting, he, he's hungry. He's He's determined to come back. So I know he's putting in that right work. So when he come back, he doesn't sprain um, those same spots that are aching. And like you always say, a great example is Kevin Durant. He came back from one of the most gruesome injuries there is as a hooper and came back 110% better. So I think Clay is one of those people that can show us um, that he's been working to get his body back. And he can show us that with consistency, anything is possible. And And I believe in Clay Thompson. You know, he went... To my, uh, I went to Washington State as well. He went to Washington State, and um, and and I believe in that guy. Washington State got some shooters. Yeah, got yeah some, got right. Some shooters on deck. How do you also like as from a training standpoint? You know, when you're 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 getting buckets and you're you're doing your own thing in the privacy of whatever gym that you are with your trainers and your staff, it's a lot different than when you step on a court in an NBA game and now you're playing against guys who are gonna be rough on you, who aren't gonna take it easy on you. How do you get out of that mindset of 
worrying about re-injuring yourself, which is like a normal mindset to have, right? You had two major injuries back to back. Now you're there. Are you paranoid? Okay, if I move this way, is something going to happen? If I move this Mm. way, is something going to happen? I mean, it's a normal mindset to have, but how do you get out of that? That's a good example. Um, One of my clients that I was training before, his name is Kyle Kuzma. He had a foot injury. And um, this might sound gruesome, but little things I'll do in drills when he came back 100%. I might tap his foot a little bit, not to try to injure him, but do certain things to try to bother him to see if he'll be like nervous and stuff. And I know for a fact, that's why they had him on a G League team a few weeks back. And that's why they have him going against D League, G League players, because those players, they, they sometimes they can be a little bit more rough than the NBA guys because they want to make it to the NBA. So I know they're putting the right structure around him to bother him. Maybe when he's shooting, they have him coming off screens and you might get your knee bump. You know, somebody might bump mm. your knee. Somebody might do certain things. So I think he's going to get all of that, all of that fear away from him because when he comes back, I know he's going to be very determined to, to just show everybody right. who he is because he's definitely the best catch and shoot shooter of all mm-hmm. time. Steph Curry's mm-hmm. the best shooter of all time and Steph and Clay Thompson's the best catch and shoot shooter of all time and the best mid-range shooter of all time is Kevin Durant. These are facts. I, Listen, I would and say, shout out to Kuzma, man. He's yeah. silencing all his Humble haters brag. in DC you heard right how, now. how Lethal just slipped that in there. I got a client that I'm working <laughs> with. His name is Kyle Kuzma. I haven't trained him this season, but I was um I helped him uh for a whole summer. And uh that's my guy, man. I the one I went with him to Flint hung out with him in Michigan, him and his family. They have a beautiful home. And he's a good guy, mm. man. And it's funny because the more that people hate on him, he always proves people wrong. He's been hitting big shots. He's been uh, grabbing a lot yeah. of rebounds. And most importantly, he's showing people who he really is. And I just want to tell him to keep up the great work, man. And him and his team, he has an amazing team that he has around him as well. Him and Vinny and all those other guys, they're, they're a great team. He's a, he's a future superstar. Well, on the 10th day of buckets, my true love gave to me a million dollars, but not for me, to get John Morant in the slam dunk competition. Mm, His priorities are all all messed up. That's that's the million supposed to be for you. My true love is making it rain, okay? Not on you, though. You ain't his true love. John is. No, it it is. It's for me because he's giving me the million because this is what I want. Listen, John Moran has famously said time and time again, he is not doing the slam dunk competition unless he gets the bag. And I'm just saying, maybe there should be a cash incentive for the slam dunk competition. I mean, a lot of thought goes into it. A lot of work goes into it. Not everybody can do the slam dunk competition. Not everybody's skilled enough to do the slam dunk competition. So I feel like in order to make it worthwhile for the guys who can do these just acrobatic circus-like dunks that we love to see, there should be something worth their while. And what's better than a little bit of a cash bonus? I mean, the NBA has a million dollars. I mean, they could probably get a sponsor to donate that. We deserve John Morant in the slam dunk competition. We deserve Obi Toppin in the slam dunk competition. We deserve the guys who can actually do these dunks, doing them during All-Star Weekend. And the only way to get them to do that is to give them that bag. Pay them. Pay the men. What happened? What, what, what happened to good old bragging rights? That's what I was going to say. The world, the world we live in today is crazy to me. It's crazy. Come on, John. Like we need you guys in the dunk contest. Like why y'all got to get a million? You already making a hundred, right? Nah, because let's let's play devil's advocate. Okay. Let's say you're in this slam dunk competition, okay. right? And you're doing a real. You have all these sick dunks right. lined up or whatever. 
What if God forbids you get injured doing one? What if God forbids something happens? There should be an incentive for guys injured, to want to do it. A million dollars ain't gonna help you. A million dollars ain't they gonna should, help I you. I think they, they should have a clause that if you get injured, something because because I would love, man, like or let's do this instead of they get a million dollars, the NBA donates a million dollars to their charity. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. That's a good one. I feel like John Morant would be game for like a million dollars, a million dollars for a charity of his choice. I'm trying to feed the hood. I don't think players gonna go for it. You know what I'm saying? I think, bro, a million dollars to your charity? Yeah, I hope so. It sounds good. You know what I'm saying? But then we still gonna have people ducking the smoke. I already know. It's not about the money. Even if it's not a million, what if it's half a million? It's not. It's not about the money. It's about these players are not confident enough in their skills. They don't think they're going to win. Whoa. That's what it is. They don't Whoa. think they're going to win. They duck in the smoke. Forget the money. Mm. Y'all, y'all like going to make enough days. money. It's not, it's not like the 80s and the early uh, 90s. Yo, that, them players so. was, was out for blood. So. Them players mm-hmm. wanted to show you that they could dunk better than you. These guys Michael right Jordan now. Michael and, 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 and Dominique Wilkins going head to head. Man, listen. I don't think so. I think, listen, I think the business model of basketball is different than we've ever seen it's it before. Crazy. These guys are these guys are athletes, yes, but they're also businessmen at the end of the day. They Absolutely. have they have businesses. What's what's better for your brand and your business than outperforming everybody else that says it's they can one, outperform? It, yeah, but you. it's one it's one season. And then after that, they move on and next all-star, somebody else is competing. In order to make guys want to compete in a contest that requires a lot from them because at the end of the day dunking is not something everyone can do like i said you have to make it worth their while whether it's a donation to their charity whether it comes in bitcoin whether whatever the case may be that would get me you to can't do just it. expect guys to bitcoin. just do things for free when the business model of basketball is different i'm with it yeah play the, offer one bitcoin to whoever whoever wins the dunk contest then we're gonna see not spencer we're gonna bitcoin. see spencer then would he try to hop up in there we'll see a bunch of different players <laughs> Yeah, this is, I think if we're going to have a slam dunk contest, I'd like to see Miles Bridges in there. I would like to see Obi Toppin in there. That's a good one. I would one. like to see... Ja, of course, with, for Ashley. Do you, do y'all think y'all think Zach Levine still got ups? Y'all think Zach Levine can still, can still do what he me? do? Yes, absolutely. What? Y'all think he can still me? jump out the gym and... and, yes, and, and for you still sure. jump the foul line? Yes, maybe three I want Zach <laughs> Levine up in there. Right. I want Zach Levine in there. And then there's somebody I else mean, I'm missing. I forget Obi's, who Obi's doing between the leg dunks and just regular basketball games. So you know he's ready I to want go. Obi yeah. in too. There's one more player I can't think of right now that did a crazy dunk in a recent game. Um, it'll come to me. I know Aaron Gordon won't do it anymore. No, nah, I don't think Aaron he Gordon like got, he got the facilities. Robbed. He did get robbed. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he did, did get robbed. robbed. He, he did get robbed. Yeah, he did. He, he, he should have won that. Yeah. But I think I think his window of opportunity passed. There's another player. Uh, did one of our did one of our, our producers say it? Nah, I don't remember who had the dunk. I'll go with Ja, bro. I go with Ja. All right, Ja. I think Ja, I think Ja competes and he got it in the yeah, bag. Yeah, he got it in him, bro. Eleventh day of buckets, and my true love is gonna give to me LeBron and his son Bronny on the same team. Mm. Do you know oh my God. <laughs> how much of a story that would be? Just what type of fairy tale ending that would be, you feel me? Like Brom defied the odds. You know what I'm saying? One championship in Cleveland, one of them in, in, in Miami, went to the other coast, one of them in L.A. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he wins another one in L.A. before he retires. And then he makes a pit stop in, I don't know, maybe he goes back to Cleveland and signs a one-year deal. And maybe the Cavs, oh, no, the Cavs are doing pretty good right now. And Bronny's probably going to get drafted pretty high. So Bron's going to have to go somewhere that's probably a point. Maybe he goes to Orlando. 
You know what I'm saying? And, and, the, and the Magic have a good pick and they take Bronny and then Bron signs a one-year deal, gets the max in Orlando, and now he's bringing... Tra- <laughs> That'd be fire. Y'all can't tell me otherwise. You got Bronny and Bron on the same team in a small market, rejuvenating the franchise, father and son playing together. Have we ever seen that? I could be we wrong. I don't think we've seen a father the first, and, I, and I don't think and, and we have. For a fact, LeBron will sacrifice for something like that. If, if, if little Bronny's on a team, like you say, that's not really major. I see I see LeBron, you know, going to that team to make it happen. I mean, it'll be interesting because, you know, especially after the season that we've seen from LeBron so far, you know, father time starting to catch up with him a little bit. And I know it's it's just mind-blowing because he's been a cyborg for so long yes. where he still does things. You're like, <laughs> how old is this right. man? But, you know, we're starting to see the wear and tear on his body, you know, starting to pop up more and it's starting to affect him more. Um, I think we've seen him miss more games this season than we've seen ever or at least in a very long time. So it'll be interesting because Bronny's, what, three years away from even or four years away from even that being a reality. Yeah. That would make LeBron James, what, 40? Yeah. Hey, it's 41. I mean, that's, that's not bad. Hey, corner it's shooter not Bron. Bad, but the way he pl- the way Bron plays, though, he would drastically have to change his game it's not because wrong with he that. can't. Bron-, Bron could take no, the back No, of course seat. not. Yeah. Corner shooters. They sit yourself in the corner, Bron. Get the threes. High <laughs> post Bron. You know what I'm saying? We're going to turn Bron from point guard to power forward. That, that'll take a load off wow. him. No, I, I really do think, though, that if you had a situation where, number one, even if Bron at, at 40 years old isn't the same person that he is now, I mean, that trash talk coming from your son is going to hit mm, differently. Just different. about, come on, old man. Get up the right. court, old man. Like, nah, <laughs> right. it's going to hit different. And, and number two, I mean, just like, imagine the story that that's going to be. Bron and Bronny on the same team. The headlines are going to be crazy. They're going to make a movie out of it. They're going to make a documentary nice. about what's going on behind the scenes to make this happen. I, I can't wait. I think I think it's going to happen. I think, It'd be I think cool. we're really going to get it. It'd be cool, too, if we could see um, Melo and Kyan. But it'd be really cool because if you ever watch videos, I mean, they came out with, um, Ball is Life came out with like a mini documentary about like a day in the life of Kyan Anthony. And mm. I mean, he... Oh my gosh, that jab step yeah. is just like his daddy. Yeah. Like it is watching young mellow, but two point the two point version. Right. I mean, it is between him being almost the mirror image of Mellow when it comes to his face. Yeah. Watching him on the court is just like if you if you did not know that was Carmelo's son and you had to and you asked an NBA fan, a true NBA fan who knew people's style of play, whose kid is that? Carmelo Anthony would be the first. I mean, is that identical of a play? It's it's just so it, DNA is such a wild thing when you think about yeah. it. Like even in the golf world, like mm. I don't know if you guys saw the video of Tiger and his mm, son like Charlie, twins. and the swing yeah. is perfectly timed, wow. exactly the same movement. I mean, it is crazy how DNA works. And then you have you know somebody like Michael Jordan and his son, and that's drastically different when it comes to the basketball world. It just really is crazy how DNA works in terms of like sports and, and how that DNA is passed or, or just talented people in general, musicians, actors. It's crazy. Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't 100%. know anything about that. I ain't got no kids, you feel me? <laughs> it's coming. It's coming, bro. It's coming. What's the what's the what's the skill set you're gonna pass down to your kids? Um, definitely my son gonna number be one. Is, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> my, my my son is gonna be able to throw down. You know what I'm saying? Gonna be able to cook some crazy. Okay. He got his his pen is gonna be crazy, and then he gonna have some other. He gonna have more skills that I didn't have. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna tell nice. him, yo, don't be like me. Do do other stuff. Well, he should be like you. You're a great guy, Chris. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, <laughs> but I mean, you know. <laughs> you just warm my heart up. You know what I'm saying? Ashley over here trying to be a hater in the cut. We need more people like Lethal in the world. Let me make a, a Listen, one thing quick. I'm not is a hater in the cut. If I'm a hate, it's going to be your face. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's, that's a fact. Ashley ain't going to hate in the, in the background. She going to scream it from the top of her lungs. But on the 12th day of buckets, my true love gave to me, I would love to get to build a red carpet for the movie Hustle. You know, uh, I'm oh. a huge fan of Adam Sandler. Most importantly, I'm a huge fan of basketball movies. And um, recently, well, not recently, I have never been on a red carpet for any basketball movie, for anything. And I'm lethal shooter and nobody's really invited me to anything. So hopefully <laughs> that's one of the ones that I get invited to because I'm a huge fan <laughs> of all the basketball content that's coming out. So maybe one day I'll be able to be in one of those movies or just in something. So uninterrupted, let's, mm. let's make this happen. I need a T-shirt with that quote. I'm a lethal shooter, and I've never been invited to anything. Oh, it's I crazy. need that made it's into crazy. a T-shirt. Uninterrupted. Lethal love lying. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to get on Ashley's level. She's everywhere. I mean, it's it's I'm crazy not. to me. You are at a different NBA facility every other day. You That's are different. underwater That's shooting jump shots. You almost got Drake's flown house. out to to outshoot a robot. You know what I'm saying? You were. You were trying to shoot jump shots from not trying. You did shoot jump shots from one truck into another truck. <laughs> Do I need? Must I continue? Your resume nah, man, is, is ridiculous, to... brother. He's, not only that, he's been to the embassy in Toronto yeah, with Drizzy Drake. She said the embassy. <laughs> That's what he calls it, the embassy. Yeah, no, <laughs> he's been at the embassy. Is a real celebrity. We 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 just you know what I'm saying. We just witnesses. I think if we're gonna sell merch from the Certified Buckets podcast, that needs to be the first set of merch. <laughs> lethal shooter, I'm lethal shooter and I've you. never been invited to anything. No cool movie. We need that to go on sale. Ever. Lethal, you invited to my dinner party. You know what I'm saying? Thank December seventeenth. That means a lot. Pum- pum- smash pumpkins with uh, oxtail, right? With shrimp. Yeah, pumpkin and shrimp. Pumpkin and pumpkin shrimp. I got and you. Shrimp. I'll yep. put a side plate remember. for you. You know what I'm saying? I remember. Yeah, it's gonna change your life. Listen, when he when he said he wants to be invited to things, he meant like big things. You know, <laughs> that is a big thing. My guy Chris cooking. That's you huge. see how Ashley just hating. She trying to play you. She trying to play your cooking. I need you to turn the gain down on your hater on your hater meter right now. The gain is a little high. <laughs> I need you to turn that all the way down. Oh man. All right, fellas, before we close out this episode, I got to ask, out of all of the Christmas Day games slated to be played, which games or game are you looking forward to the most? And just to refresh your memory, some of those matchups are Knicks versus Hawks, Celtics versus Bucks, Nets versus Lakers, Suns versus Warriors. Mm. Well, I'm going to be in L.A., for uh for Nets versus Lakers. So that's a game I'm definitely looking forward to because when you think about it, these were the two teams that we believed at the beginning of the year before everything kicked off. It's like, okay, we're going to get Nets versus Lakers in the finals, right? Obviously, Lakers had a bumpy start with injuries and then Russ not looking the way we expected him to. He's looking better now. And obviously, the, the narrative has changed around the Nets. There's no Kyrie, right? So there's no real super team and James Harden isn't looking like Houston Harden. So... I think it's a good measuring stick game for both teams. Um, but I'm not sold that it's going to be an NBA Finals preview because I'm not sold on the Lakers as the best team in the West just yet. And uh, the Nets have a lot of room to make up. I know they have the best record in the East, but they have not beaten any really good teams yet. They are actually, they have lost to all of them. So their record says one thing. Um, if they're able to beat the Lakers on Christmas Day, uh, I think it would be a, a great win for them. 
All right, so obviously the game that I'm looking most forward to is Knicks versus Hawks. Home court has not been home court advantage for the New York Knicks, but I do think that this game is on every Knicks fan's radar. So I think this game is going to be fun to watch, but also as Knicks fans, we're going to be watching with our pen and paper taking some notes on exactly how this plays out. You know, real quick, I, I wish I wish the I wish the Knicks would have like secured the intellectual property around the phrase bing bong. Because it's just gotten so mainstream. Everyone is oh using gosh. it for things that don't even apply. I I'm hate like, it. y'all are killing <laughs> it. Y'all are like, it's like, I hate it. You know, it's, you, know what it, you know what it's like? It's like when you go into a deli or you go somewhere and, and they have the grilled chicken that's already grilled and they put it on the grill again and cook it for 10 more minutes as if it's not already fully cooked. Like, bro, it's already cooked. <laughs> Why are you doing this? It's People are killing the phrase yeah. bing bong. Like, oh, stop. They got not only go. that, not only that, but I think what annoys me is as a New Yorker, like, bing bong is the sound of the subway cars opening, the doors yeah. opening and closing. And yeah. it's like most people are saying it and they just think it's a random sound, but no it's not. Idea. It's part of New York City culture. It's. I right. feel like it's a level of culture appropriation. That's how I feel. And it, it needs to stop. I might have to go with the Suns and the Warriors only because those two teams, I think those are the two teams and one of them are going to come out be the Western Conference Finals. I mean, I think they're going to win it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to have to say another reason I want to pick those teams is because nobody saw these two teams being where they are. Mm -mm. You know, so I'm excited to see those teams, especially CP3, Steph Curry. He's been shooting the, the pill off the ball, the greatest shooter to ever touch the basketball on planet Earth, Mars, Jupiter, underwater, everything. Steph Curry's that guy, and I'm, I'm just excited to see them play. Yeah. Has he has he attempted to shoot underwater? Are we going to make that happen? The Splash Bros and, and Lethal you Shooter? You don't got that. That's not in his bag. But the one thing we can say, what we have done as, as, a, as a certified bucket for the team here, okay. if you notice some of the NBA content now, they're starting to think more out of the box and using different things to get people to, to like shooting. You know, Clay was shooting on water. They got the people shooting on buses and they're doing different things now that other okay, people at lethal? first thought was, you know, like, what's lethal going on? The NBA is doing this. So, trendsetter, lethal so shooting. Things we love to see. We're doing something right now. Hell yeah, lethal. Love it. Hey, if no one gave you your flowers today, I'm giving you your flowers right now, lethal. You that man. You feel me? You the, you one of the you, best man. shooters you, you on the too, planet. Bro. Don't let don't nah. let don't let nobody water you down, man. You could cook, bro. <laughs> he give me my flowers another day. This this is your flower day, bro. You were you nah. was about to go toe to toe with a robot. You understand what that means, bro? Robots are programmed not to miss. And they was like, who's the best competition for this robot? He was going to fight the algorithm. He's going to fight the algorithm. Stay tuned because in a few weeks, I, I'm, I'm breaking the Guinness World Record for shooting. So stay tuned. Oh. For shooting what? Remember, you, you heard it Exclusive. here first. Exclusive. We heard it I, I here first. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. But just stay tuned. So Boy, remember, we stopped, will be bro. on every platform soon. I am so excited. Well, oh, yeah, listen, literally. on that note, no better way to end this holiday edition of Certified Buckets than with that. All right. How you guys feeling? I'm great. Listen, I'm just, like, just like dropped a lethal bomb on us. <laughs> I'm just happy to be on this right? podcast and talk sports with you guys. And it just, it definitely brightens my day. Um, oh. You know, here she go. You know, it's just, you know, <laughs> sometimes you get on a podcast, you, you can be... Some money. You can, <laughs> <laughs> you can be tired. And I, I need you guys to donate to my fund. Say not. But, uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes you can be tired. But all jokes aside, like, you guys definitely make it make it fun to be on the podcast. So like I say every week, I appreciate you guys. You guys are very knowledgeable of the game. 
And I learned a lot from you guys. It's like when it's like when someone yeah. hits you in the text and is like, yo, what's good, bro? How you been? All right, what you mm. want, bro? Like, what you want? Facts. Like, just get out with it. I don't need nah. to run around. Like, what do you nah. want from me? Yo, <laughs> this is, that's the best part about this podcast, though, is that we get to use each other as just like wealths of, of information and knowledge. Like, we could sit here and ask Lethal 85,000 questions about shooting. Actually, I could sit here and ask you 85,000 questions about Hayden. You know what I'm saying? And, and we will be good yeah. to go. <laughs> This is a great <laughs> podcast. We just, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I couldn't I couldn't have asked for a better coach. Oh, better coach. my God. You know what? That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, we are so grateful to all of you. And please do yourself a favor and hit that subscribe button, rate five stars, and drop a review if you're happening to be listening on Apple. And then shoot your shot on social media at Certified Buckets. No vowels in the word buckets. And we are on all social media platforms. We want to hear from you. And if you come correct, you might just hear your comments on our next show. All right, fellas, any final holiday wishes before we close things out? Mm, I, I'm wishing for Take some things. Take this opportunity to ask Santa for something. I'm wishing for some things that I can't say on the on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm on the Oh, God, list. Christian, what do you want? I, I can't tell you. I can't said, tell you. said, all I want for Christmas is a big booty. Ho-. No, I'm hey, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in Atlanta with it, too. What's up? <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? I think I'm good. I think I've, I have everything I've, I've asked for. I think Santa's done a good job. And I, I think this so far has been an amazing holiday. Well, I just want to take this opportunity to ask Santa, you know, if you just happen to want to send Idris Elba my direction. Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm here for that. I'm just ask. I, I know he's married. But if in the case that, you know, that doesn't work out, <laughs> I just want you to know that I am here. I am available. And I'm ready to go. So please keep that in mind. <laughs> And if he's not available, I can go ahead and take Skepta. If you don't know who he is, please Google that. He is the next best thing to Idris Elba. I think I have a thing for <laughs> black men from Britain. I don't know. Where is this? Let's, let's get a- you. I, you know who I, I got a contact? I could get you on a date with uh, Michael Blackson. And on that note, <laughs> until next week, everybody. <laughs> Peace. We are out. Oh, man.